0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business, Michael Neuenschwander. He is a regular here on the Price of Business show. We love having him on the program, and uh, he brings so much uh, to every single episode. Uh, His firm is uh, Outlook Wealth Advisors, and uh, the website OutlookWealth.com is uh, the website. And what they do is it's something really unique out there. And it seems like everyone in this business tends to have a niche, which is nice, except you're excluding all kinds of things contextually that should go into your financial planning. Uh, this is really a truly holistic uh, financial firm, and I love that about them. And, and they've got a team that's made up of uh, all types of everything from financial advisors to accountants, to, to you name it, that create a, a true picture. And, uh, he's one you know, we talk to the billionaires, the uh, senior uh, anchors on Fox Business and Yahoo Finance, people like that. But he's one of these people who actually do this for a living and not just talk about it. <laughs> you know, and so I love having Michael on the show. Michael is always welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thank you, Kevin. Always glad to be here. And uh, and yeah, you know, as we approach uh, approaching year end, you got a lot to a uh, lot to talk about. So uh, yeah,
0: we jump jump right into it. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. Kind of give us some some last minutes to do because we are literally getting to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh you know give us give us give us a list, a list a list let's see how many items we can check off i know your list is longer than our time but let's get rolling
1: <laughs> absolutely so yeah i tried to make it simple for for people it's how to break it down into a few things you can do here before before the year end you know a few things that'll carry over into next year and then a couple of planning tips to get your twenty twenty three uh off on the right foot from a financial perspective so uh you know one is we look at it kind of coming to year end the things that have uh, have year-end deadlines. You know, things such as. Uh Roth conversions, you know, required distributions, you know, con- uh, charitable contributions. So, kind of touch on a few strategies there, you know, in terms of saving some taxes. Now, uh, r- most of these, I have to throw out the caveat, you know, while well, we're gonna we're gonna touch on them, and they may be good ideas. Uh, get with your professional, give a give a financial advisor, or CPA a call, make sure it really fits in your your particular case, because this is one of those uh, niches where you know we kind of cross over both the financial uh, investment side and the tax side, but if you don't have somebody who does that, you know, make sure you're looking at both ends before you follow anything we're talking about today. Is so, that fair enough, I think?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: So so let's talk about, you know, uh, charitable contributions, you know, donor advised funds. Those can sort of be one and the same, but think of it quite simply as it's a way to, since most people never get to actually itemize deductions anymore, uh, what a donor-advised fund says, it allows you to bunch up potentially several years of contributions at once. You simply earmark them in a separate account. You don't have to actually give the money away today, but by doing so, you get the entire tax deduction you know, all in one year. So for people that had, for whatever reason, maybe a fantastic 2022 and their income is much higher than the, than maybe the tax bracket they want it to be in, you know some additional contributions, whether it's a donor advised fund um, con- uh, donating some of that appreciated stock so if you've got a bunch of oil and gas stock that had a great year, you can donate some of the shares and get the full value you know without you paying the capital gain uh, so but all of those are things that have to be done before year end you know from from an investment strategy, you may have heard the term a tax loss harvest and so all that really says if if on the other hand you have some investments that are down can you at least get a little bit of silver lining by say recognize the loss so either you create the tax deduction or in reality you create future tax-free capital gains by basically booking that loss you know so to speak in the, at least make a, a little lemonade out of maybe the lemons the market dealt you you know this year And so, uh, but again, you know, has to be done before year end. And uh, one of the other big things we do with a lot of families we work with in analyzing both the taxes and, you know, the investments, for many people, Roth conversions, you know, make a lot of sense. So on the one hand, we can focus on tax deductions, which are the things I just mentioned. A Roth conversion is really saying, I'll voluntarily pay some extra tax today because I believe taxes are gonna be worse in the future. And so mm-hmm. for many people, if you found yourself in either a lower income year this year, or you know, you're know you retired and in the future you face, you, know, you got social security, you got required distributions, things that'll ultimately make your income go back up, uh well, you've got till december thirty first to do a conversion, so that's a common mistake people make as well is uh they think they have till April, but you know many of these it's it's the end of the year you've got to get it done or else uh, or else it doesn't count.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it makes sense to even do the opposite, right? You know, all of a sudden you've made too much money, maybe it's maybe it's a good time to to do a traditional also have a traditional IRA uh to help mitigate uh, you know, uh some uh, uh costs that are going to hit now. I I guess it depends a lot on the situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you had super super high income, well, that's where those donor advised funds, donating appreciated stock, and and I'll throw one out there for the business owners because this is a big deduction if it applies for them too. It's called a Section one seventy nine deduction, and it basically is uh, depreciation and bonus depreciation on uh, equipment uh, and vehicles. Let me throw that out there too, uh, placed in business service by December thirty first. So. Literally, somebody could go buy a new business truck and business equipment. You know, the last week of December, and as long as it's in place by the 31st, they may be able to deduct almost the entire purchase price. You know, technically there are some limits, but they're uh, they're up there at either a million dollars or in some cases a hundred thousand dollars. So. Huge deduction for business owners, you know, if they if they know they need some equipment, you know, coming in, coming uh, coming up soon. Um, but that actually does change for 2023. So they're big incentive for business owners. If you've got equipment purchases you need to make, you may want to look at it before the end of the year as part of that tax break goes away come
0: 2023. Yeah, yeah, and, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Well, and if we look at a couple things that carry into next year and sort of begin to planning, so the the big theme there is probably it says um, whether you're looking for deductions, you know, because you had a high income year or whether you're looking for, uh, you know, potentially adding some income by doing Roth conversions to save a lot in the future. uh, There are lots of strategies that still apply here by year end, but, you know, get with a professional who does this every day to make sure you're taking advantage of it. If we... If we look into next year, though, a couple of things I'll just mention because there's a very rare case where the IRS sort of gives it, lets you have it, you know, a win on both sides. And that's that's what's called an HSA or health savings account. And so if you're eligible for one, you know, generally you have to have the right kind of health insurance, like high deductible plan. But it's one of the few things, you know, you can fund all the way till April and still get the deduction for this year. But it it's great because you get the deduction going in but when you take the money out and spend it for health health uh, health coverage or health uh, expenses you don't pay taxes when it comes out either so it's one of the very wow. few things where the IRS gives you a tax break on both sides you know going in and coming out so get if you're uh, it if, too yeah so if if you're eligible <laughs> for that you definitely take advantage and then uh and then again, if, if you're self-employed, you've got all the way till April to either do a, a simple, a SEP, you know, solo 401k. So if you don't, if you're self-employed and you don't have your own personal retirement plan set up, some of those have to be done before year end, but a few you can set up retroactively and still make contributions that would lower your 2022 taxes all the way until October of 23, you know, to, uh, to take advantage of some of that. And so, yeah, and and I want to talk about
0: this in just a minute. I know you've got a lot to cover. We should uh, have taken a whole hour for you on this. (laughs) But but that's an interesting one, right? So, like, uh, on that one, you know, the tax savings are not even punitive. Like, they can be with a traditional IRA. Uh, You know, it's almost an, an example of having your cake and eating it, too, to a certain extent. And talk about when that is being done, does the employee have to match, or can the employer, the, you know, the self-employer, just just do it all himself?
1: Um, so, so some of both. Typically, if we take a, a, what's called a simple you know, plan, it's, okay, There there's maybe a 3% match that the employer has to make. But, again, 3% is relatively small, but also if you're uh, – Self-employed. Well, obviously you're one and the same, so you can decide, you know, what the, what you put in. The SEP, on the other hand, again, uh, self-employed. You can get up to fifty-six thousand, you know, into that side, and it's not really something where uh, it's not mandatory, so to speak. So, in a good year, you can use it. In a bad year or a lower income year, you simply don't fund it. So, it gives the in many cases the most uh, flexibility there. But also, if you do have employees, um, we'll go back to the simple for a moment. You can set up rules where, if if the employ- if your employees don't save anything for themselves, you don't have to put anything for them in either. So, in essence, uh, everybody's got to do a do a little contribution if they want some benefit too. But as the business owner, you can still contribute for yourself, you know, as well. So, several plans that apply. But but uh, Kevin, you're definitely hitting on some of the details of. Are you self-employed with no employees? You know, do you have employees? And and all of that really ultimately guides what plan, you know, makes the most sense. But mm-hmm. the good news, like I said, several of them you could set up, you know, here right at the end of the year and not actually fund, you know, until your October, you know, tax extension deadline. A few of them, though, as we talk about things for starting 2023 on the right foot, there are a few things that you do have to get started sort of earlier in the year. So uh, I want to give people a, a couple of things to think about, you know, as we head into 23 that they won't save you taxes or do anything in 22. But for most people, you know, if you've got a 401k or you're just making regular IRA contributions, those limits did bump up a little bit for 23. So a couple of things to check would be, are you maxing out the 401k? You know, if you were maxing it out in 22, you may need to bump up your your contribution a little bit to make sure you hit those limits for 2023. So, take a look at your contribution status, and you know, if you're fortunate enough to maybe get a little bit of a pay increase and you can afford it, you know, another great strategy on the 401k is as if if you weren't maxing it out before, but let's say you were putting in you know five six percent. If you're going to get, you know, a 3%, 4 5% cost of living raise, you know, can you maybe eke out another 1%, you know, to the 401k? So you get to bump up your savings over time, and in the long run, that'll really set you on the right foot and get you prepared for retirement. But obviously, we got to know every everybody's got to work, you know, within the budget they have, so do do what you can.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Okay, uh, we we covered a lot. I'm, in fact, I'm I'm a little winded, and you did all the talking. <laughs> but uh, talk a little bit about uh, you know some final thoughts, uh, you know, and and maybe even a little bit of preview because in no time you and I are going to be talking about. 2023. Man, I have a hard time even saying that and uh, navigating that. Uh, but give us give us some final thoughts on this and a little preview of what we're going to be needing to talk about the first of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, as we as we look towards the year end, I guess the biggest. Biggest theme we can look, share for sort of these tax uh, tax and year end moves, um, you know. Unfortunately, as the saying goes, there is no universal advice that applies to everybody. But you know, just as you mentioned, Kevin, if if you're in a high tax year, there's certain things you should definitely be looking at. If you happen to find yourself in a low tax year, adding to income, Roth conversions, doing things early, you know, to 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 take advantage makes sense. As we get to next year, obviously. Uh, there's still some talk, which we'll talk about early next year, in terms of where things are heading from a recession point of view. Where's the economy going? And we know the, the tax uh, tax tables have bumped up a little bit. And so, you know, going into next year, there'll be plenty to keep us on our toes. But you know, focusing on bumping the 401k, another simple thing. that as we kind of leave off people here today, um, if you normally get a, a tax you know refund. Time to double check that withholding because the tax uh, tax tables do go up for 23 because of the inflation we've had. And if you're routinely giving Uncle Sam, you know, several thousand dollars as an interest free loan, you know, maybe it's time to stop that and uh, stop giving them quite as much. (laughs) So check that withholding as you go into 2023
0: as well. Michael's got to wrap up with that. Michael Schwander he is a uh, regular here on the Price of Business website, OutlookWealth.com. We love having you on the program. Look forward to learning more from you in the future. This is the Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.